to the war report i'm your host cyrus joined by kwan this is the show where we talk about nxt and aew and we are back um how you feeling who, who wants to go first <laughs> <laughs> um i'll go first uh i feel i feel a lot more refreshed this uh, the last week i have not focused on barely anything wrestling um which was nice only time mm-hmm. I really tweeted about it was when the shows were on. I just tweeted about the shows. Outside of that, news, I didn't know any news or anything that was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it was it was posted in the Discord. Um, but besides that, man, yeah, it's been it's been nice. Uh last week I was just I don't know what was going on. My um a lot of back pain, a lot of muscle tightness, uh, a lot of I don't know if it's off of stress or whatever it was, but it was pretty bad. But um, we're we're good now. We're back at it, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm re-energized and ready to you know pot about some wrestling. What's up yeah. with you? Uh, as for me, I wouldn't say that there was just any pain or anything uh, or stress. I was just legitimately sick. Um, I was not feeling well. Uh, I have acid reflux, so uh, it was li- like it was untreated. I think for like a couple weeks, so. Um, I was still eating like a goddamn high school freshman and shit like that. Or, <laughs> well, at least trying to like, um, what is it? I think the only person that to really bear witness of it was Justin when I was in LA. Um, mm. I ordered like a plate of food and I took like one bite of rice and then like $16 just went out the fucking window. Oh shit. Um, and it was because like, I, I legitimately just couldn't stomach it. And there was like another thing but that was like a a medicine thing um i just fucked up um but yeah so i was just untreated legitimately sick and um i guess stressed out will work but like no it's kind of just whatever um i talked to some uh i talked to my doctor on halloween so that should be fun um and make sure that the acid reflux didn't lead into anything else. And when I mean lead to anything else, there's some serious shit that thing could lead to. So uh, fingers crossed for the kid. What you on web? He's on WebMD. Oh shit! Uh, oh yeah, I de- I, de- I definitely <laughs> was because I was just like, no oh, man, I'm feeling like stomach pain, but like you know, a, a little different kind. And then I was on WebMD, and it was just like there's like acid reflux or like this pain. You got a week. You, know, you got a week to week to oh, live. Yeah, all, all, all sorts of uh, <laughs> cancers and stuff like that. And I was just like, let me just go to urgent care. And then what is it? The week that we, uh, or like the day that we kind of decided, I go to urgent care and then like the urgent care center was closed. And it annoyed me so fucking much that it was closed that I just went home and then just thugged it out. And then I went tomorrow and I was just like, I, I, I need help, bro. And then um, the dude was just like, Damn, motherfucker, what took you so long? I was just like, I just didn't, I legitimately just didn't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. You know, I, I think 
as men, sometimes we notice a problem, but we don't act on it as soon as we mm-hmm. probably should. Well, uh, I, I, I tried to be on top of that a little bit, but it was weird because, you know, there is like this lingering issue. And I just thought, oh, you know, I'll just take some Pepto. I'll just take some Tums and, you know, I'd be straight. And then like, you know, that was set, you know, the burning anguish that was in my stomach. But like, you know, I still wouldn't eat or like I still wouldn't have an appetite or anything like that. And then, you know, if I'm not eating, I have no energy. I'm sluggish, tired and all that shit. And I was just like, nah, there's a deeper plot and we need to get to the bottom of it. And that's when I like decided to actually go to urgent care. Um, It was my cousin that kind of well, like I was already planning going to urgent care. And then my cousin was like the one that was just like, oh, nah, like, yeah, don't delay. Bring take your ass there very, very soon. Um, Mm -hmm. So. Uh, that's what I did. And I'm straight now. Uh, I think uh, I went last week. So I think I am on day eight or nine of treatment. Good. Um, Happy to hear that. You look good. I, I feel, oh, I feel way better than uh, actually, I can actually eat now. Um, nice. Always good. I can eat. Uh, well, like now I had to change up my diet completely now that I'm on like this medication and then, you know, trying to soothe the devil that's in my stomach. Um, Are you vegan? Uh, no, but I'm on, uh, I have, I had some vegan food, you know, uh, since I can't, you know, no more fried chicken, no, mm. no more, you know, no more deep fried, no more, you know, all that other shit. So I'm on a, uh, I'm on a diet called brat, which is like bread rice applesauce toast um and that's about it so and then like when i want to eat like other foods like you know that's not in that like that realm yeah i I get a vegan version from it and i was trying to get some vegan food for lunch today and the fucking uber eats guy stole my shit uh but i I didn't get charged so man Uber Eats be on some bullshit. I don't know if it's Uber Eats or the drivers or what, man, but they be on some BS. Definitely both. They be on some BS, man. Uber is not paying them. Then the Uber drivers is fucking pissed. And then they take it out on me. They pick up my food and don't confirm the delivery. And then now that nigga running off with my fucking vegan food. I hope that nigga choked. I hope that nigga hated it. (laughs) Terrible food poisoning and all that. Yo, I ordered mm-hmm. some uh, jerk salmon from the from the uh, Jamaican spot. No, nope. Didn't, didn't even show up, man. Didn't that, even show your, up. That's your it said, first spot. It, it said delivered. You know, I live in an apartment complex. I like. I looked out the door. Mm-hmm. I was like, it ain't here. Let me go. Let me go walk out the front door of the complex. You know. See if they left it outside or something like an asshole. Nothing. No food. Nowhere. I, um, I looked at uh, the uh, downstairs building. Oh, go ahead. Keep, keep everything. On. I looked everywhere. Nothing. I am so man. I am a man. I am I, I am a Caribbean individual. But your first your your first issue was ordering from them damn Jamaicans on the Uber Eats, bro. You you don't order you don't order from the black owned spots through Uber Eats, bro. Nah, I don't do that. Don't no, do that. nah. <laughs> I think I'm qualified in the matter to speak on this. Oh, no. <laughs> The poor, the poor customer service that they already have in this shit is going to translate to Uber Eats, okay? The, the, the energy you can transfer over to the Uber driver? Yeah. Uh, you my salmon, man. Can't believe it. You, 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 you really got to step in the motherfucking, uh, you know, 
don't don't subject the Uber Eats man to that shit. Um, but yeah, that motherfucker so much shit. I'm gonna try to order it tomorrow. Um, we should, cause like I don't uh, I don't have food. Like there's so much things I can't eat right now. And then my mom's was just like, all right, no, okay, we'll we'll cook around it, blah blah blah, this and that. I can't have dairy. The first thing she do is she makes like a like a cream spinach, mm. like a noodle kind of thing. And I said, yo, cream is dairy. What are you doing, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> so we just have mad containers in the fridge of like this thing. And I just can't tell her that like, I can't eat this. Like I, I can't, like, this is going to set my stomach ablaze. Like I can't do this. <laughs> um, but right now, uh, yeah, vegan foods are uh, doing it for the time being. Um, we'll go. Hey, you know what I mean? Something that's what uh, Brian Danielson did. He, he was every time he ate, he going through some shit. They said you gotta go vegan. He went vegan. Worked for him. My my only thing is is that like it worked for him. Um, then I have other people that I know that I associate with way closer than Brian Danielson. Um, and then they're just like, Oh, I was vegan for seven years, and that was the worst thing I could have done to my body. And it was just like really, huh. yeah. Um Shout out to Summer. She'll never hear this, but she was just like, you know, I've been vegan for like seven years. And then like, that was like the worst thing I could have done to my body. Um, mm. I know other vegan people that are like happy with the shit, but I heard that and I was just like, nah, I don't really sound it, yo. I'd rather just, you know, audit and really curate what I eat. Um, yeah, that's true. And, and right now, I think uh, it's been cool. Uh, applesauce is like will really cool down the devil inside you feel me no no devilin but when my stomach start burning no oh, she's that sounds terrible uh, the, the, uh, the dj Khaled, when the stomach start bubbling <laughs> <laughs> the applesauce cools the devil inside bro but like besides that i'm uh i'm great and um there was somebody on twitter really nice dude i'm so sorry i i think i bookmarked the tweet um where they like hearing us talk about other things that isn't wrestling related yeah um, who was it I, I wish i kept it too I alan the slacker on twitter um, oh my God. i don't have anything going on besides i play overwatch a lot lately. oh you know what like, i want to talk about overwatch it's exactly what oh I we played together about. yeah that, first uh, of all we <laughs> played together this nigga ain't had no mic so i was talking to myself which is fine which is fine um but i'll I, say- I, I'm a solo cure. Like, I don't that's, I don't coordinate. I, I, I do that's, my own that's thing. Fi- that's fine, but this isn't Call of Duty. This is a team-based shooter. I need to communicate. Did we not team. win? Yeah, but not the point. The po- uh, look, I don't got to talk to you, right? then. This is, this, is, this is my thing. As someone who played a lot of Overwatch 1, I didn't play DPS. I never played DPS because, one, I didn't feel like waiting that fucking long because it'd be like a 10-minute queue to play DPS. I don't have time for that. You started like, were you? Did you start playing when they added the roll queue thing? Because I was I'll, playing. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, play from the. I, I would play from like season two. I was playing. Oh, I played I first from the start. I played whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. I didn't play DPS because I didn't feel like waiting. When there was the roll queue camera, I didn't like playing um, DPS. So I was mostly purely tank and healer. Now with Overwatch 2, because there's one less tank, the tank queue is 10 minutes long, which is it's, 
you know, and I feel like I'm being punished for all the hard work I put in. And then the healer is just not even fun anymore. Yo, I've never died this oh. much playing healer in my healer they is... healer in this game. Healer is fucking terrible. It is the worst. I hate it. I would say playing healer isn't really fun. Uh, it's not. It used to be fun. It's no longer fun. I'm just, I'm just dying. I think, well, two things about the reason why I don't play healer is that uh, my friends are much better healers than me. So I, you know, I let them play healer. Um, I like Anna a lot as a healer like i love the sniper thing and then you know cutting off heels and stuff like that but i can't aim so yeah, therefore <laughs> if i play anna i'm you know i'm missing mad shots man. Um, and they bumped her on console too that's the crazy part it used to be yeah. harder yeah i can't do it uh zenyatta zenyatta is probably the only healer i could really get away with i think he's very easy i played brigida a little bit like once she's really and, she's and i was too. and i was just like oh she's like pretty cool but like the shield May, I, I just need more practice. It's useless. I think I, it's useless now, but um, yeah. Bruh, two, dog, wait, hold on. Let's talk about the shield real quick. That shit only has 250 health, son. Yeah, it's useless. That's the same amount of health like as, in total <laughs> that Symmetra has, and Symmetra's fucking squishy as shit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but it gives that, you a good, like, it's like a good um... It's a good buffer before you yeah, die. It's a, good, it's, a good, it's a good way to push up on a player. Okay, but before we go into wrestling talk, I just want to talk about this is how I know I'm not playing over. I'm not playing healer on Overwatch two. When I played Overwatch one, when I was a healer, I was high gold, low plat. Guess where I ranked on Overwatch two as a healer, oh, brother? You you have bronze, boy. Low silver. I almost hit bronze. I was very close. Don't like that. That doesn't make sense to me, especially because I'm averaging the same amount of heals. I was. I remember in Overwatch one, I was averaging about. A thousand heals per minute. I'm not a thousand. Um, a hundred. I don't know what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever number it is, something per minute. It, is, it was on pace, kind of like where other gold platinum players are at. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm still doing that. So why are they put me in bronze? I mean, not bronze, low silver. It just it doesn't make sense. And let me tell you, people in low yeah. silver are are so dumb. They do the dumbest shit, bro. It'd be like I'd be like I, I'm spamming. You know, group up, group up. What does the guy do? One guy, one fucking like Genji. One on one, one and one v one. No, not even one v one. It's one v five. Niggas are running there every time by himself. Think he's fucking Rambo. Like nigga, this is, you can't do that in the like. It, ah, there, 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 uh, there's a lot of that. Um, That's my head. I can't do this. Where people want to do one v ones. But like besides that, I think like the only issue I've been having with Overwatch lately, like as a game, like bad games, whatever. Those come and go. I've been playing, you know, Overwatch one solo queue, you know, waiting for the homies, all that shit for a very long time. So a bad game doesn't really like, but or like a losing game doesn't frustrate me, but a bad mind. game does. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind losing. Sense. I don't mind losing a game with the team, with the other team, which is better than us. Yeah. I right. Hate, I hate losing a game when my team is just dumb and they do dumb shit. They don't. Yeah. Listen. Like, That's why are you switching? Like, why are you switching to Widowmaker? Like, stop doing that. Like yeah, you don't got the, you don't got that. Yes, this is a prime example. Yesterday, we were playing a team, and they had a really good soldier, and they had a really good widowmaker. What does this random do, bro? He switches to Pharaoh. That nigga goes up into the air. <laughs> cooked. That boy getting cooked. Cooked. <laughs> Flambeed every second. 
with these hit scan heroes and uh and uh a widowmaker bray he goes into the air and he comes right back down right back never there, switched yeah. um yeah it's um I also have to be uh, understanding that there are a lot of new people playing this game right now because it's free to play. I have to understand that. But, man, it's just mm-hmm. like, what are we doing, bro? I, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, also, with, um, I think, you know, now that it's cross-gen, you know, not, not, not to be like, oh, you know, I'm console and the PC niggas are just so much better. Hey, man. Um, PC niggas could aim a lot quicker than I can, but you know, we still up though. Uh, I win a majority of my games, so um, it's not that I bad. Just get <laughs> me, me and the homies, we stay strong. Um, yeah, that's a that's about it. I don't, uh, I haven't really been really into anything else. Um, if you guys are not watching Chainsaw Man, watch Chainsaw Man. Good episode, um, a very good episode this week. Really enjoyed I, that. For yeah, that was a uh, that was another turning point for me where I was just like, yeah, this shit hard. But um, <laughs> I don't know why, but when episode three came out, everybody was sending me the ending song for episode three, and I was just like, can I watch the shit first? I didn't like, think I heard the song. What was the song? Is it hard? A, uh, at the end of every episode, uh, it's a different song, and I think oh, it's gonna be like song. an okay. It's gonna gotcha. be in a compilation album or something. But like oh. everybody kept sending me this one, and I was just like, "Can I watch the episode, bro? Like it's not even like eleven o'clock yet. Like, <laughs> what are you niggas doing?" <laughs> now, now I gotta run it back. I didn't. Even, I didn't even hear it. Uh, I thought the song was okay. I don't know why uh, people felt like they needed to spam it to me, and then. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it two weeks ago, but I've been reading Berserk for Halloween, and I you think did. I'm going to stop reading Berserk. Uh, oh, why? Um, I feel like it's changing genres in a sort of sense, where uh, I feel as if, honestly, I really feel like the story should have ended about 100 chapters ago, but um, I feel like the author was told to probably like tone it down so like it's kind of less horror and a lot more fantasy now Mm -hmm. um and i hate the fantasy portion of it because Mm -hmm. it's not the pacing of well uh how they're trying to establish it is way too fucking fast Mm. like a really like a real drastic shift yeah like okay um obviously like there's evil creatures and you know monsters and all this sort of stuff or whatever and then they finally like want to establish magic into the world like magic magic or whatever and they just did that shit in like three pages and they said this is all about magic right here what uh how it works how it's kind of like connected to all this shit and i was just like damn nigga back the fuck up and it was just <laughs> like uh, how we get here it's, it was just like a series of texts and I was just like, oh, I don't care. And then uh, what really pissed me off, uh, it had me in the group chat just going like, why nobody told me this? Um, so Gus, badass dude, you know, can kill a hundred men, kill a hundred demons, could go to toe to toe with niggas he probably really shouldn't be, all this shit. So, you know, uh, he be getting his ass whooped too. Like his, his fingers be cracked his ribs be broken and then he'll still swing that big ass sword mm. suddenly 
this man has been bandaged up and wounded for as long as I don't know when. And they said, now, now he has like magical wounds, like wounds that you can't see. Like, you know, when he goes against demons now, they like scarred his like essence. And if he doesn't heal his essence, it's going to hurt his like, you know, his physical wounds. And I said, come on now. Let's stop this shit right now. Let's stop this shit the fuck right now, bro. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> hey, you know, they got to keep it. They got to keep the story going somehow, I guess. I, I, I think how they're trying to keep it going is not really interesting to me. Um, a lot of the elements that I really did like about it is not really cool right now. Um, for anybody that's reading Berserk, uh, I would say, because uh, there's like great highlighted arcs of it. The, Fal- uh, the Falcon Millennium arc is kind of, yeah. Like Star Wars? Hey, 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 hey man. Okay. Uh, no, that's, that's where it kind of falls off for me. Uh, the Golden Era arc, I like it a lot, even though, you know, um, it's cool because you get to see the making of a man, you know? And then, like, why he's, like, you know, traumatized and all this shit. And then, like, the Fal- the Falcon Millennium shit kind of, like, delves into that. And then, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's just straying away from what I really liked. Um, I used to read, like, 70 chapters a day. Now mm. I don't even open the website tab. <laughs> My interest really fell off for that. So. Hey, when that um, happens. Yeah, uh, when stories go on uh, a little a little too long. There's but, so many shows where that happened to me where I was like, I'm really into it. And about like season five, I'm like, what are we doing, man? All right, enough. Well, well, for me, at least, I, I'm a person that will stick it out. So, you me know, too. I'll hate I watch too. a lot of shit. Um, <laughs> I will too. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if Ben Coyle still listens or anybody in the Discord uh, watch The Magicians, but The Magicians is probably the worst show I've ever seen on television. And <laughs> nigga i'm on season five baby <laughs> that's that's me with all american i will sit there i've, I've watched every season of all of it since all american popped up on netflix i'm tapped in i watched the whole thing like a weekend i should have known the magicians wasn't good when it was described to me as harry potter with drugs and sex and i was just like i should have known i should have known <laughs> i should have known this wasn't going to be good but it, i i i, I should have known but i um, watch it that is it. Uh, I mean, the first season is yeah. okay, but it, quality just nonstop just goes into the fucking toilet. Before before we get into wrestling, we are, we are going to get to wrestling, okay. guys. We've been we've been chatting up for too long. Do we have to. But, <laughs> yeah, we have to. Yes, I thought these were two actually two good episodes. But um, here you know what show remind me of that Heroes. Did you ever, did you ever watch Heroes? Nope, that, but I saw the sci-fi that, ads for it. <laughs> that that first season of Heroes is some of the best TV I have ever seen. And then after that, terrible. I it, like they put all their best ideas in that one season, and that was it. They had nothing else. Mm-hmm. But that first season of Heroes, masterpiece. Everything after that, yeah, ugh, uh, I hate to see it. It's a good promise. I can think of other shows where it's just like Me I didn't too, think I the first season was good, but the second one is really good. Um, but like, neither here nor there. Uh, the boys yeah, actually is the first the show that comes to mind. I hate I that th- first season. I don't remember that don't second remember season is really fucking good though, uh, and the third one is actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, time for wrestling. 
let's get into these trenches, man. And we got a lot. Um, a show covered most of it. I am going to try to really cover. We're going to try to cover this in uh, in a, uh, in bits and pieces for most of this, but I promise we won't take uh, <laughs> we won't take too much of our time. So Wade Keller uh, kind of came out and spilled the beans on CM Punk and. I what I thought was very interesting about well just like overall my overall thoughts about it is that I thought that it was really interesting how Wade Keller was sort of like I don't know the truth of to it because you know AEW doesn't really uh disclose these numbers or anything like that um but like CM Punk's impact on the product like numbers wise with like ratings big pay-per-view buy rates and you know all this sort of stuff like it's not as grandiose as you know um others tried to make it seem like it may have been a gradual bump like uh you know maybe like, it wasn't the exponential jump you know what i mean i yeah. know what you're talking about is like it's not an 18 percent. it's more of like a two percent more people are watching and stuff yeah. like that and you know i think so um because well like obviously i'm biased and obviously uh i didn't think that cm punk was like all that great but like i definitely think there probably is some truth to his impact on the show not being or like the impact on the numbers like numbers wise like when you get to the hardcore data and facts like that i definitely do think that like it is not as grandiose as it seems but to me at least it doesn't seem like AEW eternally really even cares about that shit. About the numbers? Yeah. I, I don't, I if don't know. If it's not it, ratings, then it like, or like that demo, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's what he seems that they seem to, you know, focus on the most. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I guess. At this point, they must have realized that like it's just not worth the headache. Whatever he given the company, it's not worth keeping mm-hmm. him around and causing division backstage. You know, for or, uh, just creating a hostile work environment. Yeah, just a hostile work environment, gentlemen. You know, just killing the vibe. Because <laughs> I mean, that's mm-hmm. really what he was doing, just killing the vibe. Yeah, like, I, um... like mind you, like I think people like kind of forget this, like the media scrum thing. He just won the world championship. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing on his mind was just to like you know freak out on his coworkers like damn dog you yeah. can't even enjoy your moment I don't know but like it's um, it's very interesting I didn't did you, I didn't really get to tap into the Wade Keller um uh, I, I saw whatever posted uh, on Discord yeah and then uh, Justin gave us the spark notes of the whole thing but um, I just uh, and then you know the big the big pieces about the contract buyout uh, is what's going around, but I'll get to that uh, in a second because there's there's a lot of other things that was really said in that interview, and I feel uh, or like in that uh, that podcast that I you know uh, however you feel about Wade Keller, I definitely think if you just if you want a sort of like uh, I get you know there's probably a bias there obviously. Uh, but like I think a non AEW bias reporting of it, where he's kind of just telling it how it is or how it was reported or how it was fed, um, and you know, 
CM Punk not being, you know, the amazing numbers guys people probably made it seem um, him like people kind of seeing him for who he really is and then like not really fucking with it like you know they're not really a supporter of like what he was doing so like people wouldn't even want him back in the locker room um regardless if they even like the elite or not and it's just like yeah that's just a hostile work environment shit and then uh i i thought what was really funny is that like now that punk is out uh you got danielson moxley and uh jericho being your locker room leaders which is probably for the better for the best um yeah. i would say i i don't i mean i don't know these people personally I know the Bucks have been wrestling for a long time. I know Kenny been wrestling for a long time. I know Punk's been wrestling for a long time. But all four, of the, all four of those people, they got egos, man. And I and then I don't know, I don't know if that was probably the best locker room leaders to have. I think a guy like Jericho, you know, whatever I feel about him personally or his views or whatever, I think he he's been with he's been in the worst of the worst. You know, he was in he was in late 90s WCW he's seen the worst of the worst when it comes to locker room environment mm-hmm. so I think if anybody was there to handle it it's it's Jericho and you know a guy like Brian who you know who's done this forever I, I, in the locker room I, I I think uh you know Jericho more of a business uh you know do just want to make some bread and that's cool but you know, I think he takes he's gonna be taking that role a lot more seriously and uh yeah. than a punk would. Danielson definitely keeping it lighthearted, you know, keeping the work environment positive. And then John Moxley could possibly just be that enigma or that enforcer to you know go up to other younger talent and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Which is shit, that's the role that I take place at work, honestly, where it's just like, you know. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to deal with you. And if you don't shape up, I'm sending Cyrus. <laughs> you the Undertaker, nigga? What the fuck? Shit, I'm tall and black. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. It was just like, you know, you could be you could be rude to this nice woman here. You know. But Sire, you know, when I send Sire, he's the one that's going to tell you what the real, like, you know, I'm going to give you the real. And, you know, I'm the one that's going to be the one, uh, you know, if you're fucking up, I'm the one that's going to be giving the infraction. Like, I play bad cop, and that's perfectly okay with me. Um, but, yeah, no, that, uh, that's a role that I can identify with. So, I think that's uh, I think that's all cool and uh, all that. But back to CM Punk. Contract buyout. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um I think we we heard inklings of this, you know, damn oh, near as soon as it happened yeah. that he was out of here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I just like I said, like we we both said this a, a bajillion times now at this point. There's I I just don't see a, an environment where you could bring somebody back after what he did. He fought your EVPs, he, he provoked like, no, your that like that it's not happening. Like, I don't yeah. care, like I don't care how carny this business is. If I go to work, <laughs> shit, if I fight anybody at work, I'm cooked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially not your EVPs. Donors pull up to the building, you know, the ones that is putting thousands in the museum pocket, and I box up with them. 
Yeah. Um, this was. I'm not. Bad. I'm not even getting the report to my office. They just go say, "Don't clock in, bro." <laughs> We're sending all your shit to your house. Don't you, ever come back. You ever, you ever see that meme of the um the Jets player trying to get into the office, get into the building, and he can't get in? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's- the key ain't go, the key ain't gonna work. Yeah, they're not gonna ask me to. They gonna say, please mail it. Like you cannot come to this building no more. Like we have a that's crazy. Order. You're done. Yeah. Um. So like, I can't say that I will miss CM Punk because I didn't really feel like. CM Punk really did anything grandiose, in my opinion. Um, out, I say the I the coolest thing that Punk did in AEW, in my heart, is the old Ring of Honor entrance. That's it. I like I like the whole MJF feud. I really enjoyed that feud. I, 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 uh, I, I think the, the match was, match was cool, but like the matches. I'm just I'm just I'm not trying to downplay anything else that he did. I'm just saying the coolest thing that he did that's going to stick with me is that few. I mean uh that entrance. Andrew. That's it. I did pop. Um I did, I thought that shit was hard. <laughs> I, I think I think kind of by the point when he at the, he won the championship the um the second time I felt like he felt a little overexposed for me. I felt like he shouldn't have been on TV every single week Absolutely. like that. And um, it kind of lost its kind of luster. It, it didn't feel the same when um, Cult of Personality came on at certain points. But I understand why they had him on the show because they needed, you know, all the eyes they could. And they needed mm. all, you know. I mean, I felt Punk was overexposed, you know, damn near like week three. <laughs> yeah, had that boy talking. You know? um, he was talking. I don't, uh, there's a video game that I played and, uh, there's a mission objective that shows up like at least 36 times in the game. And it says, talk to Lilith. Like after every mission, it'll always say, talk to Lilith. Mm. If we can just look back on AEW schedule programming and just search up how many times CM Punk speaks yeah, has Punk been speaks. in the thing, like overexposed to the point where Punk came out and did a promo. He was just like, you know, I'll keep doing this if you guys love it. And it was just like, nah, that like that was a call for help moment in my eyes. <laughs> help me. I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> like they are they're willing me out, like the you know, the gorilla in the cage. Um at what point do you think punk was just over it with, with AEW? At what point do you think it happened? That and page promo. That was it? I feel like it put yeah, you before that. That, that was I the think... exact that was the exact moment. That's right. I feel okay. uh I feel like Punk was, you know, whatever rumors or whatever shit was like, you know, being said under people's breath. Like, I don't really feel like that bothered him or like, you know, he could be like, whatever, I'm in Tony Khan's ear or like, whatever, I got leverage or whatever, I'm getting more paid, you know, I'm getting more money than you, you know, whatever shit. Like, y'all can say whatever y'all want behind my back. But then Paige brought what was said behind his back forward for all of us to see. Even if like to us, it wasn't really you know, anything similar to the Cody thing, but, you know, I I still feel like, you know, that was sort of unprofessional on Paige's part as well, but it was just like, you know, you brought that backstage drama or, you know, whatever that slide shit front and forward, especially when it's about Cole Cabana. Out of nowhere. No one was even talking about Cole Cabana. No one has seen Cole Cabana in six months. I like, 
that may be y'all dog or whatever, but like, you know, you could keep it professional. But like, once again, like we talked about uh, two weeks ago, that's when that, well, that's when them work shoots started shooting more than working, you know, the, 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 uh, the bullets was real. You feel me? Um, now I'm, I'm going to give punk some bail. Cause we did see a report coming from CM Punk's camp that they hit his dog. Oh. Now, if, so, if somebody hits my dog, I'm swinging. I might swing too. I totally understand if, if that's what happened. I fit you. You know I'm what? Swinging. Actually, I'm you know, nah. You know what? I feel like that's cap. I'm just saying, if it happened, I don't know if that happened, but I if feel, it did I happen, like, I, I feel like that's cap. I feel like that's cap. <laughs> if you hit my dog, we gonna have problems. I, I feel, might swing I a chair. Feel, I feel like during the scuffle. With the like, I don't think them hitting the dog. Like the elite came in, hit the dog, and then Punk said, "Oh no, I ain't having that." <laughs> no, like, I feel came just kick the dog. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> while they were scrapping, somebody probably stepped on the doggy paw or some shit. I think what happens is when they like knocked, when they allegedly knocked the door down, it hit the dog. That's what I've. That's what I've been. Nah. Told. That's what I read. Nah. I don't know how true that is. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The visual of Kenny just being opened up and he see the dog. <laughs> Cooper kicks it. Come on, son. <laughs> it's a small that, dog, that, dude. It ain't like a big dog. Oh, exactly. Like I, I feel like you know, while people were scrapping, the dog wanted, you know, you know, it sense the in. energy, wanted to protect, yeah, and, you, you know, know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, uh, it saw his owner biting, started getting the biting, and then you know, uh, all sort of crazy I hope, shit. I hope the dog is okay. I mean, nah, but uh, it's whatever. Nah, I, I feel like they're reporting count. Um, next uh, portion of this, I just wanted to get into how do you feel like now that CM Punk is most likely gone, what do you feel like his legacy or is like his AEW impact is? Like it's very short lived, but you know, um, he definitely made an impact of some sort, like maybe like a small uh, crater on the moon. I, th- I think this. I think CM Punk signing with AEW was needed for AEW to really hit that next level. You know, mm-hmm. at the time, I think WWE was kind of, you know, um, they were kind of on a downtrend at the at the current time. I think this was the per- that was the perfect time for AEW to really like not say they're gonna surpass, you know, Raw or SmackDown, but that was the time when they probably had their best shot of really kind of. Say, oh yeah, we're big. Like we're we're with the big boys now. Like we can compete. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It fe- it felt like almost like when scott hall jumped you know what i mean it was it was kind of like that level of a star going to the other companies oh okay all right all right now we now we really we really get into this now and you know i think it obviously didn't come to the fruition like that and it's unfortunate i think punk's legacy is that it just really it just didn't really work out it just it was injuries it was his own ego with other wrestlers ego the people talking shit it was him talking shit it was tony tony khan's incompetence as a leader it's like a lot of things Mm-hmm. Where it just that led to the downfall, or yeah, it just led to the downfall. But I mean, I'm not gonna. It, it's it's not solely like, on him. It's <laughs> it was some shit was just out of his hands. Like you know, obviously the injuries mm-hmm. back to back. It was just like yeah, no uh, injuries. I, I wouldn't say that really. You know, downplayed or like really affected his. Uh, you know, his impact on AEW, but definitely when he comes in, that is like you know, what is it like a DBZ size crater that's happening or whatever. And then, you know, with a lot of the mismanagement, uh, I feel like the overexposure of um, CM Punk, to me, 
in my eyes, even Meals and Jeff J talk about it. Uh, shout out to the A Show. Um, I don't, I don't feel as if he elevated any talent. He didn't really, to me, he didn't come out there and set out to do what he said he was going to do. And I feel that for Daniel Bryanson as well currently. Um, but um, with that in my eyes, you know, that sort of crater that he left just started like, you know, started getting filled. And then uh, for that first title, excuse me, for that first title run, um, nah, I don't really feel like that was the grand impact uh, or like, I don't, I don't really feel as it, you know, that was the needle mover, uh, in that, uh, or like the big massive needle mover that they really needed, um, in AEW. And once again, I think a lot of AEW problems, you know, you, what is it? We could talk about a lot of AEW problems, but I feel like the biggest and the boldest one is the stories that are being told. I feel like CM Punk was the only one that really tried to tell a story, especially like with the MJF feud. Um, but the hand, like the shit with Heyman Pays and stuff with Moxley, you know, I, I just felt like it didn't really hit for me. So like, it might've been big, but I feel like this whole, let's say AEW survives for like another 10, like five or 10 years. Right. Yeah. This CM Punk run is going to be just one of those Wrestle Bio videos. Oh, definitely going to be a Wrestle Bio video. Like, and I can't wait. I hope, he does, like, I hope he does it tomorrow. I yeah, wanna, it's going to be it's going to be one of those grand opening, grand close. You know, whenever we uh, whenever he posts like TNA videos and he'd be like, man, that was so wacky and wild. <laughs> like, that's how we're going to look like. I feel like that's how like CM Punk's like, you know, one year run is going to look in AEW. Mm-hmm. When yeah. like when it's recapped or looked back upon, it's gonna be looked at like as a, as a really weird kind of year. But like, oh, remember this happened? <laughs> like, Punk came back. Yeah, for, right. For like, a year. <laughs> like, uh, I think that's really unfortunate because it was such a big impact. Now it's gonna, you know, the longer AEW goes on, it's just gonna be a, like a blip in history. Yeah, especially because I don't think AEW is gonna reference it too much. I, I don't. Oh, I can't yeah. see that happening. Where they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, like see, they're not gonna champion, you know, the run CM Punk at, at least not no time soon. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, if, if cooler heads cooler prevail, heads and, yeah, and there's a recon- reconciliation, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is interesting. We still have not heard really anything from Punk. We haven't heard anything from the Elite. We haven't heard from things from Tony. Like it's been pretty silent. We've only heard you know third party information. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll yeah. ever hear anything. This might be situated. This might be a, you know similar to Sasha and Naomi, where we just never hear anything and everything just kind of just goes yeah. back to normal. Uh, and you know, um. AEW be quick with the NDAs, so we might never hear anything. Um, okay, feeling it, it might just be word of mouth of like whoever was there at that point in time. Uh, two other quick topics that are associated with this was Roman Reigns, right? <laughs> that way, the needle mover, bro. He's not. The, I mean, he ain't the needle mover. We know that. <laughs> we knew that. Um, I mean, then, it, got, uh, it got up to a million. It broke that million threshold. They've been they yeah. hover around a million. I'll give him that. But but now. They do a million without, without him. Without him. So, yeah, I, yeah, was he really the needle it's, mover at all? Or is it Jericho yeah. at this point? Because it seems like Jer- now Jericho is the overexposed guy on the show. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't want to really bring in the product. Like <laughs> I, I would, I would at least say like CM Punk's fucking segments weren't bringing the goddamn show down, but um, yeah, definitely uh, very overexposed. And then uh, CM Punk to the WWE. I'm not, I'm not going for it. I hate it. When that conversation started up Monday, I was just like, what? let's be fucking for real. I can see it. No. I don't want it. I can see it, though. I can see him showing up, which would be crazy because he talked a lot of shit. I know, I know people who've talked shit and gone back and forth. He talked a mm-hmm. lot of shit recently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be interesting. I would like to hear him backtrack on some of that stuff he said if he goes back. Because he's going to have to, he's going to have to kiss the ring. Cody had to, to do uh... it. For uh, Cody's ring kissing was funny. Cody literally kissed the ring. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even like he he literally, literally came on one inter- He literally came on one interview and was just like, "Yeah, I was wilding. That was stupid." Well, uh, what is it? My favorite backtrack uh, of Cody's was when he was just like, "Yeah, the Anthony Go Go feud." I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest shit ever, bro. Um, self aware. But nah, Punk. Nah, no. If Punk comes back, I, I gotta see him kiss the ring. He gotta kiss. Dog, I need, I need, he, I need Vince to come back so he can kiss his foot too. I need everybody to come back to make sure you got. He got to out to everybody he said something about. Nah, all, all, all I know is is that when we get that backstage, uh, you know, the WWE 365, and then he walking into Titan Titan Towers, and then he's shaking hands with Stephanie McMahon. That's gonna be the shot, bruh. Woo. You know, I that's need gonna that. Be, that's gonna be sad, bro. I need, I need to see him kiss the ring. I need to see that. I, I don't, I don't know anybody faker than Punk, bro. <laughs> if you straight, if you straight as, bro, do some drug right now. Cause seeing Punk got y'all looking soft, bro. Oh man, don't hit that gas <laughs> right now. Don't tell people to do drugs. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm joking. Okay. Right. Uh, next topic. We got uh, new signees to yes, AEW. Sir. We got Will Nightingale, and we got The Kingdom coming to AEW. Congrats to Willow. She got. She finally got the graphic. We've been asking for about four months. <laughs> this woman signed to the company. I dog. I can't say that I'm the biggest fan of Willow Nightingale, uh, but I'm so glad that she is signed. So y'all can stop asking us fucking question whatever she's on tv we want to know what you assign man what they doing every every time she was around is she signed yet did she get the graphic yet we need the graphic uh uh i'm i'm glad this is finally done and out of the way um (laughs) the kingdom do you care no i don't know i I, i'll be honest with you i don't know i mean i've seen matt david here and there Um, i've obviously seen mike canellis i am not familiar with nobody's game here. <laughs> I've been on wrestling Twitter for a really long time. Okay. I have never seen a clip montage being <laughs> like, man, the kingdom used to go hard. I have never seen that shit in my life. You know, you know what tweet I saw the other day? This is completely off topic. Someone had a um Someone, someone tried to lie on the internet and say that T- TNA, like Tess and Albert, were like a, like a, like a top tag team in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Like, all right, now y'all just bugging. <laughs> TNA, yeah. Tess and Albert, come on. No. They were just there. I'm not, you know, they wasn't bad. They, they wasn't the top teams of the 2000s. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, uh, no. <laughs> I've, I, dog, I ain't never seen. The only thing I see 
is that one clip of Maria Canellis dancing with the uh, w- with the Good Brothers in New Japan. That is our only clip and highlight that I've ever seen. I have never seen a damn Matt Taven go hard, bro. Y'all sleep. I ain't never seen that tweet in my life. I haven't either. I Mike st- Bennett. St- I've never liked Mike Bennett, so I I I, st- I still haven't seen somebody tweet, man. The kingdom really hard, bro. Y'all sleep. I ain't never seen that shit yet. I'm sure they're out there. I ain't. I ain't. Don't link me, bro. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, next, we got Hangman Page on a uh, on, on the week that we want to take off. Hangman Page want to take a nap. Uh, in, in the motherfucker, that that lariat was fucking crazy, yo. Yeah, the the whole the whole situation was it was pretty scary. I I will commend uh, AW. I think they did a really good job of handling the situation as best yeah. as they could. You know, it was like no ten minutes left in the show. So this guy might not be moving anytime soon. Uh, Taz was clearly <laughs> shake. Taz was clearly shaken up. He was like, you he didn't even want to like, you know. Go on with the show. He just like he was just really concerned for Hangman. Um, yeah, I think we, everybody was, uh, but thankfully it wasn't any situation where he couldn't move. It was just concussion. Mm. He was out though. That boy was out. Boy, he was. Uh, I watched the clip, uh, and then I watched the video of a doctor. Uh, a, well, I, I think uh, he described himself as a neurospecialist. Um, he said, "Yeah, he." Like, hey, man, was like knocked out before he even landed. Yeah, you could tell, which I thought was crazy. Even the way he landed was like, oh, that was nasty. Oh, I was just like, damn, Moxley. I wasn't, fa- I wasn't familiar with your lariat, bro. That shit had that nigga cooked. And then, um, the spirit of Stan Hansen. I, uh, I heard some thoughts from you know some unlikely uh, or like some unlikable folks or whatever, and then it was just like. <laughs> Do we feel like maybe niggas don't have to do a full flip and rotate just to sell a, a lariat? Like, did it had to be all that? Yeah. Nah, that's been they've been doing that forever. They got, do, they, do, they, do niggas have to do the uh do niggas really have to do the the, uh, the whole goddamn uh Charlie Brown when they get hit with the shit? Yeah, you got it. That uh, to make the lariat look good, I mean. You could just do straight up, just like really fast, like flat back bump. But I think the the flip looks it looks cooler. I just think it was a situation where maybe he got just got hit hit in that right spot somewhere. That shit just rocked his brain. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just happy he's good to go. Uh, it didn't seem like it's too serious. I mean, a concussion is serious, obviously. Yeah, uh, he's recovering not, well, which is like yeah, what we heard. Which um, is nice. Now. I'm happy they gave us an update because we still haven't had an update on Adam Cole, who is still MIA. We see. Shit, we got more hype for him being on Up, Up, Down, Down than we do coming back on the TV show. So that shows you what the status of Adam Cole is at right now. We? <laughs> I ain't trying to aim, man. Shout, shout out to Rob, but I'm not watching them niggas play Uno. <laughs> no. Um, but nah, it is what it is. Uh, speaking of Adam Cole, before we go into uh, – Halloween Havoc, uh, because we have to fill out the AEW portion of our I, I was I was just looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see now that uh, the Elite is sort of gone, and or like the Undisputed Elite is sort of gone, so they're going to uh, pair Adam Cole with uh, the Kingdom now? I saw someone tweet that. Um, yeah. Someone who might know things. 
So, uh, I hope not. <laughs> Unless they really, really want to do the Adam Cole versus the Elite thing. At this point, I think it's not necessary. Bobby Fish is in the whole of the company at this point. Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know what happened to Kyle O'Reilly. He just uh, disappeared off the planet. I think, he, I, I think he got a spinal fusion. That sounds fucking so, terrible. That's, that sounds like something you shouldn't be wrestling on afterwards. Yeah, so... I I uh I had a spinal fusion. We're probably not going to see him for like six to nine months. Um, I think it's been about six already. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Three months after my recovery, there was this like you can now like walk upstairs. Jeez. After six, they were just like uh, six months. It was just like oh, you could do like horseback riding if you wanted to. That's right. That that is that is just the threshold that they uh. That, that they um put on me but um yeah we're probably not gonna see him for quite some time and also like that's not enough <laughs> like you you try to do some bullshit for trios you missing a nigga man yeah that's a, so kyle o'reilly's about to come out come back out and nothing's here back to job him yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's lit. Uh, let's get into Halloween Havoc, man. All right. <clears throat> Halloween Havoc. Uh, I thought this was a good show. Uh, I'm going to have some controversial points that might uh, mm. that people might not like. Mm. Um, okay. But I, like I really did like this show. I thought it was really good. Um, pulling up the card. No. I, I, I got it right here. You got it? All right. Hit me with it, partner. All right, we got the ladder match. Wesley defeats Cameron, not Car- Carmelo Hayes, Oro Mensa, Von Wagner, and Nathan Frazier. Um, mm-hmm. this match was a. Uh, this might be the second best multi-man ladder match NXT's ever done. It, uh, clearly, ah, third maybe. I, I don't. Think the, uh, the, tag, the tag championship one was really good too. Mm-hmm. This might have surpassed the tag championship one. It's not better than New Orleans. Nothing going to beat New Orleans. Clearly, yeah, sadly. That one was too fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gonna be New Orleans, but I think this was really, really good. These guys were just going like, you know, mm. this isn't a phrase I use all the time, but like balls to the wall, just like they were just we're just about to just go all out. We're going to we're gonna put our bodies at risk and just do the stupidest thing. A fan almost got mm-hmm. taken out. Um Wesley got thrown Dog. halfway across the arena. <laughs> Has Von Wagner <laughs> never like moved a couch dog or a TV or whatever? I was just like, tilt the fucking ladder, yo. Like, no, oh my that, god, that, are you dumb? That lady, that lady had Spider-Man senses the way she moved back. She's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh does uh she lost the bag. <laughs> oh, oh, I would have been like, ah fuck my uh, job. That, that, that might have took her out. Are you kidding me? The way that thing came <laughs> back. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. man, a lot of fun spots. Um uh, who would you say with the MVP of this match? Nathan Frazier. He's good, man. I guess he's a good um, kid. He's good. I'm like, uh, I wanted Wesley to win. Uh, that was my prediction for the longest. I always felt like it was just like a long time coming. We should probably not like delay this any further. But I understand that every ladder match has to have, I guess, that one dude that's really willing to go crazy. And that was Nathan Frazier and Oro. Um, but Nathan just kept going crazy to the point where I was just like, uh, Wesley, do something. <laughs> like, can you, can you, like, can you, like, do something? Cause this nigga's going crazy, bro. Like, 
he is having every highlight in the match. Like you, you getting overshadowed right now. Um, That's, that's just a a little bit how I felt, but um, you know, days removed. I'm just like, you know, it's cool to just have, you know, folks like that or whatever. I didn't really feel like Von Wagner really brought anything to this match. Besides Um, the one spot. I thought the one spot where he threw West was cool. I like that. Yes. That that was, that was 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 like, Oh, that made me jump out of my chair. I was like, like, Oh shit. Launched his ass. Catapulted (laughs) him. That shit was crazy. That was about it. Uh, Carmelo Hayes here. Nah. I don't remember anything he even did in the match, honestly. Besides, I remember, I remember he, the, took, he did he did the uh, the the uh the little reverse shooting star shit that he does. Or did Fraser do that? Fraser did it too mellow. Been, I think Fraser did yeah. it too mellow onto Mellow was there to take a lot of offense and uh yeah. you know didn't uh I guess yeah, it was whatever. And then uh match was okay. I don't I don't really have much to say outside of that. Like I thought Nathan and Oro really showed out. Um, and then Wesley winning was a long time coming. I feel like the heels in this match, uh, just didn't really go crazy. And I guess like, since, you know, they were outnumbered, I guess that's okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's just, that's just how I felt. Uh, good match. Next up, next up, we got uh, Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller in a casket match. I think we might need to change the rules of what a casket match is. Oh, here maybe we, go. we don't. Maybe we don't need to be so specific as like needing to close the casket. That's that's how casket matches have been yeah, since no, forever. I think no, I think because Simon Simon Miller was doing this was on the same thing. I was watching his, um, his ups and downs on uh, what culture, and he said the same thing. Like, since when have you had to close the casket to win the match? Like it's always been that way since every I, casket I, match. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying when the fuck has this always been the case. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe it should be the case. Because <laughs> if I put your ass in the dirt, you in the dirt. <laughs> he wasn't um, there. <laughs> but nah, uh I thought. Uh, I thought it was fine. Um, Were you okay with Cruz winning it? Yeah, that's fine. It breaks them away from each other. Anything to make this food feud stop is fine with me. What I yeah. don't really like is Grayson Waller, you know, coming out as if nothing happened and then kind of burying the stipulation uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, I don't like him coming out immediately the, the like two, three, two days after. I, w- I wish they would have at least waited a week before they they could have had the like, truth. They could have got the truth thing in somehow another way. They could have just did that without Grayson, and then when our true shows up next week, oh, excuse me, you have uh Waller show up, and then they just have the match then and there. I don't really feel like they needed to announce our truth match, you feel me? Not trying to, not, not trying to, uh, you know, shit on man's game, but it was just like, for real, like. He could have sold. He could have sold this match a little better, um, but like it's whatever. Um, I thought the match was straight though. Next up, uh, Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. Now, I wasn't feeling this. I wasn't into it. They felt. They feel. I don't know why. Their chemistry always just seems really off for me. Like they're, they're like something's up. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Cora. I have a theory, but keep going. Just get your thoughts off. Yeah, I I I feel like maybe it's Cora. I feel like maybe she's still kind of pro. She still had the in that mindset where she's processing what to do next in her head. And I feel like they, I feel like at the time they were kind of just walking towards spots and kind of like just kind of getting there, like oh, I got to beat oh, her up in the, the right place. The walking the towards the spots and doing the thing that was absolutely the match because they had to make sure that they did that full like clockwise so they can get yeah. up to the thing, and it was very yeah. like, you know. Uh, they were very en route to uh, sort of say. You know what it was? I feel um, like no one in that match is able to take lead. That is, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, no, that, that is uh, that's a good idea uh, or a good assessment, good analysis. Uh, also, I feel like for this match, the, you know, Weapons Wild match uh, on Tuesday, you know, Roxanne Perez kind of just like she wasn't really comfortable with, you know, having that killer instinct or, like, you know, having to get into that bag. So, like, uh, you know, she wasn't on that Liv Morgan journey where, you know, she had to learn and, like, have to develop that killer instinct. So, like, she's, like, holding back a lot in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, story-wise, that's what I would have went with to, like, kind of justify or try to make sense of why it was a lot not as violent as like you know kind of average Tegan Knox just, uh yeah, Tegan Knox versus uh um Dakota Kai you know something like that you know um I mean I thought the match was okay like this match like this match is very middle of the road I'm not gonna lie yeah um, that's what I thought about too I didn't think this match was uh all that great I'm just hoping that it splits them away from each other for a little bit Hopefully, uh, Cora J could get a little better uh, in that ring, and then they could come back and really have like something going on. Like, because uh, I'm, I'm, what is it? I'm, I'm, I'm pumping the coal into the Roxanne train. You feel me? Like, let's go full steam ahead with her. I, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know where you're going with that. Well, if like, you don't know how trains work, nah, just the way I just never heard that phrase before. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Julius Creed defeat Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. I really like this match. They were just throwing shit at each other. Yeah, like this is this cool is what me. the weapon. This is what the weapons wild like should have been. Yeah, should have been. But you know, just Roxanne not really that violent or it has that yeah. much like vitriol for her best friend. Nah, so you think know, it's violent? Uh, this, nah, was, this was that this nigga was came violent. in this shit chucking pumpkins, son. Oh rip! They were, they were like. They were think- they were doing this match as if everything was okay, like nothing was off the books. Like <laughs> I'm gonna throw yeah. everything at you. Anything had not anything had not nailed down to the ground to get thrown in this match. Yeah, <laughs> Julius. Uh, uh, what is it? Julius missed, but he threw a whole office chair <laughs> wheels first at the nigga. Um, standout spots I thought, which is insane, was uh, David Kemp slamming the door on Julius Creed's hands. That nigga is, is insane. Fire. What's wrong, what's wrong with these people? Um, he not he not beating the crazy white boy allegations. Um, also, dumbest spot ever, but it, it made me laugh when it happened. When his name, he put the chair up and they clotheslined the chair <laughs> into David Kemp. That is the funniest thing. Like, that didn't even make sense. But it was really funny. Um, Fire. <laughs> I love uh, I love both of you guys. I think this was a really fun match. 
it was uh, definitely more violent. It was the most violent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I just had fun. I just had fun the whole time watching. I had nothing like negative to say about it. My only nitpick, yeah, would be is that uh, they were in that like small backstage portion a lot, and I get it because the ambulance was there. But I felt yeah. like maybe the ambulance could have been a little closer, so a lot, uh, a little more stuff could have happened in ring. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always tough with those kind of matches where, like, you know, like even like the bird alive match, it was kind of just mm-hmm. off to the side. At least that was kind of near the stage, so everybody could see it. But I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. Like, it's it can be, you know, it sucks for the live crowd. They don't really get to see what's going on. Yeah, you know, no one wants to um, watch the match all the way in the back. That's like that's it. I thought uh, I thought this match was like really good. Otherwise, like being there live probably was just like, damn, nigga, my neck hurt. I got to turn around all the goddamn time. <laughs> uh, or, or I gotta wait for them to uh, move away from the curtain or some shit. But uh, no, nah, I thought the match was really cool, man. Mandy Rose defeats Alba Fire um, in a seven-minute uh, match. However, there was about a twenty-minute cinematic match before the seven-minute match. I wouldn't call it a cinematic match, but uh, <laughs> did you like the Halloween, uh, the haunted house portion of it? I thought it was fun. I feel like we already did it before. We did it with um, Loomis and Carmelo and Trick. Sounds I mean, like shit, we did uh, we did a North American ladder match already. Yeah, that's different. That's a ladder match. Uh, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> we did an ambulance match before. Like, come on now. A lot of shit's been done before. I know, but I just feel like... <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest I wasn't really paying attention that much to the, the, uh, the Haunted House stuff. No, that's fine. Um, I wasn't really focused on it. I'm sure it was fine. I thought it was really comedic and really funny, which is like kind of weird coming from toxic attraction. Like they were, uh, you know, JC and Gigi, they they always had like their dynamic before where it was just like, you know, uh, I would say mean girls or whatever. But um, Alba Fire is not really a spooky character. So I thought it was weird for them to really, you know, Hey, what was she doing at that house? What's, haunted house. Yeah, what, what's she doing at that house, man? What's she doing? <laughs> but um, I I, I like that portion of it. I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was fun. It reminded me when I went to the uh, what is it? Halloween Horror Nights not too long ago. So I thought it was mm. fun. Um, how do you feel about the actual the match, match? I want to say. Uh, yeah, the actual match. Get this loser out of here, son. It, it happened. Um, let's. I don't, uh, I felt like this feud was, you know, just another stamp or whatever, but yeah, let's get, let's, let's move Alba Fire up or something and, you know, um, no, I'm not. Shout uh, really uh, out to uh, Mandy Rose for um, doing all this while just after her brother just passed away. Um, couldn't have been easy. So that's, that's always yeah. good. And she hit Ruffin 365. Yeah. So she, and she hit 365. So. So she bit. She's the attraction, baby. Who's the longest women's champion? Oscar, like six hundred and some shit days. Was it six hundred days? Jesus Christ! I don't know. Oscar was in that bit for a really long time. Hold on. I don't think it was six hundred days. Uh, uh, Oscar five, five, was uh, five hundred and ten. Yeah, five hundred ten days. So yeah, she got a ways to go. I don't think she's gonna reach that. But <laughs> with the shortest reign, uh, Kyrie saying, uh. 71 days and yeah and then um what is it that's that's nothing back in that nxt time yeah you know what's so funny too i know it's a little off topic (laughs) but ember moon couldn't be oscar for shit for like three straight (laughs) shows 
Then they just vacate the belt. And then they have uh, they have the audacity to have Oscar hand <laughs> Baboon the championship <laughs> when she finally wins it. <laughs> Stomach is sick, bro. No, when Oscar when Oscar chucked her out of that thing and actually injured her, I say, yeah, Oscar's crazy, bro. But um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to what uh, Mandy Rose does next. As far as what Apple Fire does next, if it's not on SmackDown or Raw, please leave me alone. Um, you? Main event time. We got Braun Breaker versus Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough. Banger. NXT match of the year. Um, really? Can you name a better NXT match this year? I don't know. Walter Walter got some shit. Uh, Gunter got some shit Gunter. on him still. Uh, Tyler Bates still got some shit on him still. I feel like... Uh, this is this has been I I would say this is the best NXT match of the year. This was a fantastic match. This is probably the match of the month of October, as far as I'm concerned. Um, just a really 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 good match. I know I, I there's a lot of shit happened. I think I think JD Madonna was the MVP of the match by far. That guy he's good, man. Feel how you want to feel about him, whatever. I understand there's some real serious you know allegations towards him. I understand that. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at just whatever we see presented on TV. I don't like the gimmick. That boy can wrestle. He I'm can not go. Fault you there. Your boy your, can wrestle. Uh, your ideas are yours, <laughs> but I'm not that high on this match. You were wow, I really? This match, okay. I thought I thought this match was okay. Wow. Why did you feel just okay? Um. JD Mc uh JD McDonough and uh well actually let me rephrase this. I feel like I know people are gonna be like, what? But like, you know, whatever. Um I didn't feel like Braun Breaker was an active participant in this match. Okay. I know I I know it's like triple threat, so you know you have to like create some space for you know dudes to cook but uh and you know it's strategic that you want to like isolate the champion and then like you know really beat the shit out of you know the guy that you you know you really beat down in the past like i get that and i get like why i was having but i just felt like braun breaker was just not really an active participant in this match and that's why i'm just like but like you know you the champ though like you you really supposed to uh come through with this shit and then i thought you know Ilya just is jd mcdonough really his boogie man huh yeah get that got that boy out of here we'll talk about it later but you got no but like it, it was the same because yeah, ter- like because like my perception of Ilya dragonoff is that like you know this thing this is the little nigga that was bringing it to gunter bro like he was really like no he, he no he didn't beat gunter he beat walter Oh, whatever. It's different. <laughs> Walter, that's that's okay. even crazier. That's because that was like Walter. That was like big Walter. He ain't lose the weight yet. He was hitting mm-hmm. harder. You know what I mean? Like, like a- you know, like to me, I, I I know like with Ilya being injured by him, you know, you can't really create this perception. But it was just like, uh, you know, JD kind of showed that there's like you know a chink in his armor that he's not really indestructible. But you know, I still have this perception that Ilya Dragunov is still kind of that nigga. You feel me? 
Still is. Never had a bad match. JD exposed kind of like not. I'm not saying exposed like you know he out wrestling or whatever, but he was just like he really showed that Ilya is not who we thought he was. <laughs> um, or or, may, or maybe we just did we underestimated JD. That's where I'm at. Either, with it. Uh, yeah, uh, e- either or on that. Um, I just uh, I don't know. Um, besides that, I, I thought this match was just like really okay. Um, this is probably uh, Braun Breaker's best defense in a really long time, uh, or you know, title defense match. But I don't think it's because he was an active participant in it. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like if a title were to change here, I'd be like, that was probably for the best. Okay, I understand. That's it. I'm not saying this is a bad match. I'm I'm just saying that you know you probably gave it a four. I was a three point five. With I gave it way out of the four. <laughs> okay, I gave I it a three point five. I, I was really I was really just like okay with this match. That's all. Uh, uh you know I hope that don't get me killed or nothing, but whatever. I ain't watching it back. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this much: if I'm watching a wrestling match and I stand up out of my chair. I know it's a good match. If I get up, oh wow, the dick eating is crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> the, 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 the shit with the uh, the nigga saluting the flag, the dick eating crazy. <laughs> when they did that for the little kid, that was here for Roman Reigns was crazy, bro. Um, but now let's get into NXT's Championship Tuesday. Um, we got Casey Square versus Nikita Lion and Starks. Um, I'm just going to get it out of the way. I hated the double finish. I thought, uh, you know, I don't really like that. I, I hate when it's done when AEW do it. I hate it there too. Um, I, I guess like, you know, Nikita lines making that like rookie mistake, you know, it, I guess, you know, whatever it works with the character because, you know, uh, Zoe starts been wrestling longer, but, um, if the ref knew that they weren't the legal, why the fuck did you count to three? He didn't realize he didn't realize until after the fact. He said, Oh, wait a uh, minute. That, that makes who, sense. Who, who told him? Uh did somebody run out and tell him? I don't remember that part. Maybe, maybe right. No, I think he just he just caught it after the fact. He was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Oh, okay. Sorry. If if like it, sorry, I just don't recall another ref coming out and being like, nah, you made the wrong call. No, he made his own call. Um, I don't. I'm also uh, not a big fan of um dusty finishes. I didn't no, think not that dusty finish. I didn't think it was necessary for a fucking Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark versus Casey Squid. <laughs> I, I, no, well, I don't. I don't feel like this is necessary for either team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, either team. And it's, but it's also just like we because I'll I'll say this, but this that that second part of the match was really really good. I feel like we didn't need to have the fucking. Yeah, we, that little exactly. middle drama. We could have went we didn't to that, that second. We could have went to that second gear, that uh, second part of that match. Still, I still would have gave it the same exact rating. It would have given the same exact mm-hmm. feeling. But I feel like they're leading to something between Zoe Stark and Nikita. I understand why and, they did it. I just didn't really no, care for it. And I, uh, you know, yeah, they're trying to lead up to something with those two. And it's just like, well, for me, I'm not excited about that. Like that doesn't interest me. Like you know, Zoe start possibly turning heel or turning on Nikita for being new to the game. You don't want wanted to be a tag team because Leo left your dusty ass. Well, it's a little frustration. That's all. 
Yeah, but like, uh, I'm not really interested in seeing those two bump heads. Um, that's not exciting prospect for me. And then like, I don't feel like Casey squared are the greatest champions anyway. Like, what are y'all really holding that shit for? Like, who else gonna hold it? Do much. This is why we need to get rid of the fucking women's tag belts, bro. Like, <laughs> this shit is crazy, bro. Shit's a shit's is a waste. Um, besides that match, good match, though, I liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah, great match. Um, and then our second championship uh, tag championship match, we got Pretty Deadly versus an uh, Malik Blade and a No Fe. Oh no. Uh, yeah, no, right. it's Malik and Anofe. Yeah, it was. What's a no? Uh, is Malik Blade? Does Anofe have a last name? No. Anofe is his last name. It's Andreessen Anofe. Oh, okay. Sorry, um, I wasn't familiar. But uh, this is good. I like this. This this is the pretty deadly I've been ranting and raving about for the last two years on NXT UK. This is what mm. I was talking about. This, I mean, shit. They showed I, us that I, with the Crees. I thought he was using his heart. This was like I love this match. I I understand like um I've been pretty high on um Anofe and Malik Blades for a while now. I I didn't realize Malik Blade had that in him. I had never seen that from Malik Blade. Oh. I've seen that from Anofe. I knew Anofe was an athlete. Malik Blade surprised me in this match. Like oh he bugging. <laughs> I was like okay big dog. I see what you're doing. The uh what is it? These guys just needed the platform. Yeah, uh, is, is what I would say. I, I always thought, uh, what is it? I think they had a match uh, not too long ago against, uh, oh, actually, it was a while ago, against, I think, like, GYV or something on a random NXT episode. And I was just like, yeah. you know, at first I was just like, you know, they're relatively new guys and, you know, GYV is still, like, you know, established. So I was just like, these guys are getting a lot of fucking offense. But yeah. I wouldn't say that it was, like, they were bad or, like, you know, they weren't wrestling well, like, I, I always knew that these these guys really had it in them. And I thought it was really interesting that uh, Pretty Deadly get to wrestle a different match that we haven't seen yeah. yet because Mali, uh, Malik and Anofe or Blade and Anofe are smaller. That, that's, what I, that's what I was kind of getting at because in mm-hmm. UK, they were the biggest tag team, like literally the size-wise, yeah. besides like Gallus. I think they might have been bigger than Gallus. Gallus is just some short fat niggas. Yeah, Gallus is short buff guys. But um, so yeah, they ain't buff. Maybe nah, nah, call them what it is. They short fat niggas. They're not fat. Joe Coffee's they in good shape. They're not they're not ripped. They're not like cut, but they're big. They got muscle on them. I don't respect those guys. But um yeah, I'm so I, I'm used to that style of magic. I think that's their best when they're they're the bigger guys and they're working against smaller, more you know, quicker, quicker opponents. Um, but yeah, I I, I saw this in, in, in Inofe, at least in Ofe, when he wrestled Kushida on like level up. Mm-hmm. It was like a random episode of level up. He, he was cooking. I think I think I think it was Kushida's last match, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, okay. <laughs> These guys are not that bad. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very proud of those two guys. I'm happy Malik got rid of the fucking sweater vest <laughs> during the match. Uh-huh. I hope he never did that again. Um also we saw Odyssey Jones tonight on Tuesday. We haven't seen him in a, in a while. Hey man, I'm not uh yeah, he had the hose on deck. You know what I mean? I mean, he had to get up to something, but, um, <laughs> you know, I wasn't high on Odyssey Jones when he was around, still ain't, so when he came back, I was just like, well, hopefully he could show me something this time, um, 
I don't know because I don't know what y'all saw. I'd be uh, I hope you have not trying to sensitivity training. You know, what I mean, it's time <laughs> off. I'm not. I'm not trying to be on my Booker T, but I don't know what y'all was seeing in this nigga. Um, so that's all I gotta say. Um, that's all I gotta say too. Debut. Oh yeah, well, let's talk about this. Man, I didn't see that one coming. They got me. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I, you uh, know, I was really thinking uh, Isla Dawn was it. Uh, I heard a lot of people say Isla Dawn. I heard a lot of people say Saray. Where is Saray? I don't know, but the Saray pick was actually stupid as hell. Um, I mean, I would if you would have told me it could be either between Saray and the Rock Daughter, I would pick Saray first. If it was a poll. <laughs> Yeah, what are you gonna pick? I would have been like, nah, let, uh, no, I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to uh, hear Joe Gacy try to uh, squeeze in geopolitics into his shit. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Um, Ava I think <clears throat> I'll say this much: cool. this is this is um, the most I've been invested in schism since this thing has started. I can tell you that much. Also. If James Drake can grow his beard back, why can't Zach Gibson grow his beard back? He don't grow that damn beard back. You used to look, you look that crazy, look, man. That boy he looks look ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> that boy look foolish. Grow that shit, damn bro. beard back, man. We're, we're, we, 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 we're past the shock, initial shock. You can grow it back. Um, <laughs> yeah, the promo, I thought I, I liked the promo Ava Rain did, I think. She was like, look, I know what y'all expected me to do, but I ain't doing that. But I'm doing this. I'm rocking with this family over here. And... um. I feel like the internet reacted without really like they must not listen to the promo because <laughs> everybody's first thoughts were, "Why isn't she in the bloodline?" I'm like, bro, people are so what stupid. Is, and then what? Also, what does she gain from being in the bloodline? If she goes to the bloodline right now, what is she? Gonna, is she, is she going to develop anything? No, like you're about, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so dumb. And then people, were, uh, I saw somebody tweet some shit. Just like, well, you know, just because she's not in it or not really rugged. Uh, you know, she's still going to coast because, you know, everything that, you know, everybody else in her family has done before. And it was just like, yeah, it's called paving the fucking way. Yeah. Like the rock, had to, the rock had to go through the same thing. You, I mean, people forget, like. They were the rock didn't just die rock. The rock. Yeah, like, they the rock didn't die rock overnight. <laughs> they wanted him to die. I, I never had any seen any wrestler get vitriol like that before. <laughs> so now you, get, you yeah. need to die. That's that's pretty insane. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm more more concerned than anything. I'm more. I just hope. I want to see what she's done in the ring. I don't think she's even done like house shows yet in the ring, as far as like wrestling. I don't even know if she's gonna be uh, an active wrestler. I don't know any. We like we don't really know anything. Um, uh, I just I know she's had like like multiple surgeries she, before the age of 21. That's a little it's a little concerning. I just hope she stays healthy yeah. and like you know we can keep her on TV. And I'm interested to see what happens. Um. I think she should be an active competitor. I hope so. Um, I'm uh, sorry. I, I forgot my train of thought, but my initial thoughts on this whole thing or like my largest takeaway from this thing is that now I have something to sort of care about when schism is on my screen exactly. and it's the growth and development of uh uh, Alva Rain. Um, that's it. 
Exactly. Um, that's where I'm at with it. Because any other time, schism's on my TV. I'm turning on the NBA. What's going on in the basketball game? Because I got I got a parlay going. This is unnecessary. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I'm happy. I'm happy to see your debut. Um, yeah, I don't think the the bloodline stuff. It's unnecessary. Every every, every time a Samoan shows up, is just like put him in a bloodline, and it's like, bro, like, oh. it's like already thirty niggas in that group. And first of all, if they wanted to put a woman in there, Tamina's been sitting around doing nothing for the last like a year. <laughs> the hell? Why do you put the girl who never wrestled before? And I don't know. And then people are like already fancy booking, like oh, The Rock comes to WWE to save Ava Rain from the bloodline. Like yo, do we even know if The Rock's showing up? Did The Rock <laughs> even tweet about Ava Rain? Did he even get a tweet off? I don't think so. But also, people are just so fucking uncreative with their ideas. Um, just boring. Just boring. If this is a new equivalent, like putting all the Latino wrestlers together or putting all the black wrestlers together, you put all the Samoans in the yeah. bloodline. Yeah. And like, I kind of hate. Like, I, I kind of hate like, that Elgato del Fantasma got put with Zelina. Like, I get why, <laughs> but it's just like, oh my god, this like doing you it. Know, this this gives uh, what is it? This gives satisfaction to. The fucking just put the minorities together, it'll work. I swear. I'm surprised uh, people didn't ask for Samoa Joe to be in the bloodline at this point. He ain't even in the family. <laughs> he just Samoan. Uh shit. There's been time. I'm pretty sure there's somebody that tweeted like there should be in a tag team or something. Um, but yeah, that's all good. And then for our main event, which I thought this was, I thought kind of thought this match was better than the match on Halloween Havoc. I'm not oh. cap to you. Um, Jada McDonough versus uh, Ilya Dragunov. This shit was hard. This yeah. shit was really, really hard. This shit was fire. <laughs> I'm, sure the, I'm sure these guys have wrestled each other a gajillion times. Um, but yeah, I, I love that fucking... I love when Dragunov does a fucking like diving like forearm, just drops on dude when he's on the ground. I love that mm-hmm. spot. I think that's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, man. It looks like Dragunov done. His little uh, USA runs over. I don't think he's coming back. They gave him the stretcher. Um, so, yeah, I think he had a great, good couple matches on NXT America. I'm happy he um, got to do this on TV. And it should be good advertising for whatever NXT UK is going to be. Not UK. Um, Europe's going to be. Do we know when that's starting? They said no. early next year, right? Didn't they? They were like early 2023. Oh, well. I'm, gonna be real. Gonna be I'm not going to watch. <laughs> You're not going to watch the first couple episodes, see how it goes? It's, it's, it's going to get the same amount of watches that UK got from me before. So, yeah. well, I mean, UK pre, um, pre-COVID pre was, wasn't that bad. I was watching it. They were touring and stuff, the crowds. But, um, yeah, man, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, f- cool ending. I don't know where we can go with JD. I guess you're going to run back JD versus Brian again. Or I don't know. Cause he got him out of here. I don't think JD's leaving. So oh, yeah, he's cooked. What are we, what are we doing? Uh, I hope they don't do another triple threat. I don't think Braun Breaker needs uh padded out triple uh padded out triple threats uh for his title reign. Um. Yeah. Nah. Uh, if they want to do shit, if they're gonna do JD McDonough versus uh Braun Breaker in another match, I think JD should take it. I do too. Yeah, I let's agree. uh, let's start let's start uh, cha- uh, switching up the title picture now that we're uh, a year. Well, we've been a year into this, but you know, uh, a year and some change into this now. 
Uh, yeah, that's fine. Now, quick hits. Let's get into these quick hits, man. Quick hits, quick hits. Shanti Blackheart versus Last Legend. Did you hear a peep from Booker T in this batch? I don't know what I don't know where he went. He must have took a coffee break, a piss break. That boy. He ain't nah, saying a word. When, when Booker T said, nigga, if Last Legend was under me, she'd be way better. I said, nah, this nigga's cooking, bro. <laughs> Shawn Michaels said, no, turn his mic off. You're in timeout. And you know what? Shit, he probably fucking right. Because what the fuck are they doing with Last Legend over there? I'm not saying she should win matches, but I'm not seeing these, I'm not seeing the growth, man. Yeah, and I don't think it helped that she, she was wrestling Shotzi. I don't think really. I've, I've been very open. I don't think Shotzi's very good. Um, so it's kind of just two people who are, who are kind of like both like kind of clumsy out there in the ring together. Thankfully, it was a short match. Nothing, 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 nothing too drastic happened. Mm-hmm. And then you got it. Was, honestly, it seemed kind of just like what was the point of that? I feel. Uh... You said you really liked this epi- uh, episode of AC, but I feel like this episode of NXT was just like, this is kind of all the shit that we couldn't really squeeze in yeah, into uh, Halloween Havoc. So we kind of just have like a lot of like filler shit in this episode. This um, felt like this felt like an episode after a takeover, like the old takeover. You remember mm-hmm. like the taped episode where it's just a bunch of bullshit? But like no recap and we actually got a yeah. good match at the end. Um <laughs> We uh Julius got five minutes in heaven with Julie uh with Damien. I don't know, uh Damien Kemp and then uh Idol Shire came back and attacked the Creed. Idol uh Idol Shear. In the, it's my fault. In this year? Sheer. You said Idol Shower? What did you say? Oh, sorry, bro. I, I had something <laughs> else on the mind. Um <laughs> Yeah, they came back and attacked the Crees, and that's going to give the Crees something to do when they get uh, put back into the tag division. I hope they don't pair them with Damien, but um... I'm concerned. I know Shawn Michaels said they're not going to go the stereotypical route with this, but I really, really hope they don't turn these guys just regular basic forward heels. I'm talking about industry. I really hope. I mean, there's, there's some could, depth they... to their character. I, I don't want foreign just monster heel, please. When, when y'all, when People say foreign monster heel. I think that they're going to come with the anti-American promos. If they're just going to be motherfuckers, you know, non-white niggas who don't like other motherfuckers, that is perfectly fine. No, that's still one-dimensional. I don't think that makes it any different. I still think it's very one-dimensional and just kind of boring. Them niggas can't be angry? They can't like other niggas? I mean, they can be angry, but give me a reason. Shit, we'll see. We'll see what that reason is, bro. That's what I'm maybe, a little concerned about. I just don't want the angry foreign guy just be the angry foreign guy because it's the easiest route they can go. They they trying to make their name off one of the best tag teams in this bitch. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, I tried to find. I remember the segment happening, and I tried to go on their YouTube and see what they were talking about. But Toxic Attraction and Mandy Rose, they talk about something on FaceTime. And I think it might have just been like a celebration or some shit. Yeah, they're just being just, like, they're just we like we're gonna have our, yeah, we're, we're going to have our celebration next week. So, you know, it, uh, in, introduce okay. whatever her new feud is going to be. 
Um, that's all. That's all that is. Or it might be uh, Alba Fire again. Who knows? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fine. Uh, Dijak is back. That should be cool. He he burnt he burned off the uh, the Empire mask, and he gonna be back killing <laughs> shit. The Abyss mask. Yeah. Now that is somebody that I would like to really see versus Braun Breaker. Uh, That'd be fun. I'm not or Ilya, but Ilya's gone. Um, he's dead. <laughs> he's not dead. Come on. He's dead. He's stretching him out. He's dead. I see that. Uh, shit. You didn't say that about Heyman. Uh, wow. Looking okay. <laughs> looking forward to Die Jack. Uh, that should be cool. And then there's a group called Scripps. Is it a group or is it a person? Oh, it's a person. Sorry. Or, you know, an undisclosed figure. I don't care. It's the first promo. It, I'm not. No. I'm I not, missed I it. Know. I didn't even see. It. I saw it on Twitter. I didn't, I missed the whole thing. It, 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 it was. It was some somebody uh, leaving a voicemail, like scream. Uh, and I was or like, like, or nah, like, if it, it feels right. almost too close to whatever the MJF was doing like a month ago. So I, I, in a way, I don't know. My thing. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna let it play out. I'm gonna let it play out. Do 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 you consider Joe Gacy shit like spooky shit? It will. I think he's calmed down. I think he toned down the spookiness of Joe Gacy. I think he's kind of coming back more towards the cult leader type thing instead of the spooky, which okay. is good. Because I, I, I was because they they did the the reveal for uh, Ava Rain and then they and did, then they did the that right thing. after. And I was just like, just spooky shit after another, bro. Like, come on, bro. We don't need this many. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like niggas going on. Yeah, I feel like Schism kind of backed off the the spooky stuff, which is good, which I think is for the better. I much prefer Cult than I mean, both of them are kind of played done to death, but I rather at this point Cult than spooky stuff because I don't think the spooky stuff is getting over. Mm-hmm. Spooky stuff is hard to get over. I mean, when it's done well, it's great, but which is uh, that's why the testament to Undertaker for it lasting so long. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, even he had to dial that shit back and was just like, I'm biking now. But uh, <laughs> next, we got R-Truth pulling up uh, to host Halloween Havoc. Fun little segment. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. This is cool. This is, you know, all that funny shit and all that, you know, everything uh, nigga wanted. But I was just like, oh, nah. When that when R-Truth came out and there, uh, this segment was like at least like eight minutes, I was just like, yeah, this is some filibuster. This is, this is for show, so... Yeah, we, we we taking some. Uh, we ain't really got much for y'all on this show. <laughs> In the crowd, give them something to laugh at. Fun we we got we got these three matches for you, all promo, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. They got uh, you know, you got to set up to shit. So it's all, it's all good. You know, we but, you know we forgot to put on the thing. Um, I don't know if you put it on the docket. Indy Hartwell versus Sol Ruka. Oh no, I I didn't put that for a reason. Why? Okay, the I match happens. The match happens. Um, Indy Hartwell wins with it was like literally like three moves. <laughs> I don't know why they had the match, and then we get the return of Electra Lopez. Um, so she's back, which told me that yo, y'all, you're not ready to get called up. The other guys are ready to get called up. You, you ain't she's called not, up. She's, I'm not so, she's not ready at all. I, that's why I was he, so shocked when people were asking, like, yo, where's Electra well, Lopez? Like, what, well, what why did they leave it? Why would they leave Electra Lopez behind? Why can't they just put her in a tag team with Zelina? I was just like, dog, she hasn't done shit. And they all got to do Fantasma for like so long. Like, 
I don't I don't know I don't know what people were seeing on NXT, but literally it was just cute. It 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 in in uh what is it in the feud with Tony D'Angelo, Tony D'Angelo would be come up and be like, El Gato del Fantasma, y'all fucking up. Lecture, you cool though. And then like that's it. She doesn't <laughs> that was do it. anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, like she doesn't she doesn't have matches and then you know she interferes every now and then. Pretty much. That's it. What what are we fighting for? Um, yeah, hopefully she starts getting her reps now that she's not in Elgato del Fantasma. And uh, leading up to, to this match, uh, when Saruka was just like, you know, oh man, I'm looking forward to really get out there and really stretch my legs. And Indy Hartwell was coming up with the real cocky shit. I said, this what? Hey, you know I mean, calm that down, bro. Had to show the rookie, had to show the rookie what it is. My black queen, Saruka. Uh, oh hell no! I know. I was like, I know your ass ain't talking. <laughs> um yeah that's it for nxt um any uh is there anything else i miss no nah, i think that's it i think we got everything else all right uh shit we about to miss a lot on this aew joint uh but it, it really, it really match heavy anyway so that's fine yeah that's true uh yeah let's get into this All right. I missed the first 35 minutes of the show, but when I cut it on, uh, Swerve and Keith Lee were doing, uh, what is it? Swerve in our glory, terrible name. And uh, FTR was doing the damn thing. All right. Well, so the first 30 minutes were, um, it was uh, Chris Jericho and Danny Garcia versus Ooh, Willie. I'm Uday. so glad I missed that. No, actually, this match was, <clears throat> first of all, I want to preface this by saying, I really like this episode of Dynamite. I thought Dynamite was actually really good this week. Um, I thought all the matches were good. And the promos weren't annoying, and no one was really annoying. Even the annoying guys on the show weren't that annoying tonight. So it was all around good time. Um, but as far as um, Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Willie Yude and Claudio, I thought the ending segment was really, really good. Claudio busts out his, his patented uh, hot tag where he runs around the ring and beats everybody ass, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheeler Wheeler was bugging out. He was just, wrestling for his life. I guess it was his birthday today. So um, happy birthday to him. And yeah, I thought this was actually a really, really fun match. Um, after that, Claudio gets the pin on Jericho, so they're gonna ideally run that back at some point, probably maybe full gear. I don't know when. And then Jericho was very upset. He said he calls out any um ROA champion, former ROA champion for next week. So who knows who? who I think we went through the list already. Who who else he could wrestle at this point? But um, should be a should be interesting. But yeah, it was a good match. I really enjoyed that match. All right, no problem. Uh, Swerving our glory, FCR. I thought this match was really cool. I thought this match was really fire. And AEW actually did something different where somebody cheated without the ref looking directly at them cheating. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, we are learning. We are advancing. We are evolving. Um, yeah, I thought this match was good overall. I didn't... Uh, I didn't like the guns coming out or I didn't really like the guns interfering. I thought that was like stupid and unnecessary, but you know, it is what it is. Got to get the feud going. So it looks like we're going to have Swerve in our glory against. Oh, we have to point out that. um, Yeah. Swerve blatantly to you this time. Like he's straight up heel at this point, which I think is a very interesting dynamic having him being heel and Keith Lee just kind of being there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't even know what Keith Lee's alignment is at this point. Um, yeah, man, this was a good match. I, so it looks like we're kind of shifting off to FTR versus the Gun Club for reasons, I, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't. I'm not. I'm done questioning what they're doing with FTR. Really, just kind of wasting their time. But mm-hmm. it's a good look for the Gun Club, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's that. The match was. The match itself very good. There were some spots where I was like, this is kind of a mess, but they made up for it. Um, I think everybody looked good. All right. Uh, I would agree with that sentiment as well. Then we got Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara. I ain't going to lie. Uh, this one ain't have my attention, partner. It was good, though. This was also good. Uh, another really good match in my eyes. I think... Because Brian Danielson got the lead, Sammy Guevara couldn't do the dumb shit he likes to do. He did. He still busted mm-hmm. out his big like flips and shit, but it made more sense. There was actual selling. You know, when Sammy Guevara wrestles like this, it's, it's a lot less obnoxious, and I can you know I can tolerate him a little bit more. But um, yeah, it was a good match. Brian wins. Brian won, right? Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian wins. Uh, okay. And then uh, Brian Brian got a little heel ish like that shit matters on this fucking show um yeah there's rum there's uh some crumbling of the blackpool combat club it seems like wheeler and um and brian are kind of at it and claudio's kind of in between the middle and moxley's doing his own thing <laughs> um so yeah, that normal. was yeah we should um, point out oh god what you say? no 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 point out something because um, i was about to make the next thing <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll go transition to it. Uh, MGF had the live interview with Renee Paquette. Um, oh, yeah, I wasn't listening to that shit. MGF basically tried to do his best impression of a, like, 2000 rock promo, maybe late 99 rock promo. Um, I'll mm-hmm. say this much, he's over. Uh, the crowd was really fucking with it. He definitely When was that his, ever put into question? Uh, he definitely on his stand-up routine, had a lot of jokey jokes. Um, did a, a full on Moxley impression, which is pretty dead on. Which I think I feel like Moxley's really easy to do an impression of because <laughs> he just walks around like a caveman. Yeah, because he's been cutting the same promo for fucking <laughs> four years now. He really has. Um, and this led to him like, "Yo, the firm, fall back. I got this." And then uh, Stokely Hathaway was just like, "Yo, you sure, bro? Like, you know what I mean? I'm with you." He's like, "No, nigga, I got this." He said nigga too. <laughs> I heard him. Um, yeah, you know, let me not get into uh, freaking black, black and, and Jewish relations at a time like this. <laughs> actually, actually. Um, mm-hmm. and then so then we can lead on to the main event. It is Moxley versus Penta <clears throat> Del El Cerro Mierdo. Um, now this is two guys who I don't like watching them wrestle. <laughs> so mm-hmm. for what for what it was. Did we get the did we get the typical um Pentagon bullshit? Yeah. Moxley didn't bleed, so that's a plus. Uh, I put that a plus on uh, for the main event. Um yeah, this was a, a fine match. match. I, there were some weird This setups, match would have been hot. This match would have been hot in 2017, bro. You know what's gonna help this match? <laughs> There's any kind of story to it <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> 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 Why was this match happening? I don't know, but it happened. Um that was fine for what it was, though. For a Pentagon John Moxie match, I'll take it. It could have been it could have been a lot worse for me. So, 
I found it more, but more importantly, is kind of what happened afterwards. Yeah. The firm comes out. Yeah. Actually, it's very similar to kind of what um like Jay Uso did on SmackDown, but the firm comes out, except you know, the firm is more successful. And they're like, yo, we're gonna beat his ass anyway. So they start beating up on John Moxley. MJF comes mm-hmm. out, he's he first he's conflicted, and then he's like, you know what? Nah, I got this, I got this. So he pushes off Stokely and everybody, and then they beat his ass. So MJF, tur- I mean, the firm turns on MJF, and which is oh coach. man, who would have seen that coming? The group that never listened to him turned on him. Like it's not like they established any sort of trust or anything. They um, barely had a relationship. It didn't even like yeah, didn't interact saying, with them outside that first promo. This shit is fucking ridiculous. Um, I thought that. Uh, I thought the match was, you know, whatever, middle of the road, AEW, uh, garbage. Um, I think we might see something interesting with this, uh, with the result of this happening. Like, we might see, like, MJF and Moxley in a tag team match of some sort, or we might actually see MJF wrestle matches before his pay-per-view match. So um, maybe he could finally get better in the ring. MJF being the face or working with the faces should be interesting. I'm very interested to see where they're kind of going with this. They've been teasing it for like a month now. Do you feel like they kind of have to start kind of pushing him as a face at this point? I mean, he's at the point where he's not really getting booed for anything he does. Uh, Do do they have to? They don't have to. No. You think it would benefit them to do it though? No, it doesn't benefit uh, because, once again, they're going to be doing a face-versus-face championship match. And then also, it's like, you you know, they're forced to turn MJF face, but, like, he's still going to be cutting these, like, heel promos, trying to get heat. And it's just like, nigga, did you forget what role that you are in? That you are, but I, but I feel, but I feel like he didn't do that this week. I feel like his promo didn't feel like he was trying to get a lot. He didn't really like say, right? He he didn't, he didn't do the low hanging fruit shit he usually does. He didn't diss the town. He didn't, Mm -hmm. he didn't, um, you know, I guess he he really loves Virginia. Yeah. It was, it felt like a, it felt like I said, it felt like a stand up routine. Like he was really trying to imitate like The Rock or something from like a rock face run. Okay. If they stayed this course, it's cool. It's fine. Um, but you know, if he, if he comes back next week and he's just like, oh, your sports team is trash. Uh, well, you guys are inbreds and oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I'm thinking uh, next week he was there in, um, whatchamacallit, but they're in, um, in the air in New York on, uh, for, for December okay. for full year. I got confused. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, I, I feel like, I feel like there's going to be a drastic change in his character going forward. I don't think okay. he's going to do the low hanging fruit As, shit anymore. As long as they commit to this, then it's fine. But I also think that you like they were this close, like you know, so so close to actually having like a uh, a face versus heel match, and then they're just like, now nah, we're just gonna turn him face. Um, and I guess if MJF has more matches, then that's good. Honestly, um, he should true. be having he should be having more matches, like. Uh, I don't feel like he should be on reserve. Like I this think, he's, much. I think, I think he's. I mean, outside of him, like 
being gone for those couple of months. I think he's had more matches this year than he had last year. No, I'm lying. Like shit, he's only had six matches this year. <laughs> he only wrestled six times. I think last year he had a lot more than that. I think I can tell you how much he had last year. No, don't See tell that. me. Um, so maybe, just maybe, uh, this could be really beneficial if they just, you know, if they actually, you know, book differently. So yeah, I don't have any complaints there. This is, you know, this is the start of something, even though it's, you know, uh, it's just whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to get too worked up about it. It's kind of just whatever to me. Yeah. Um, quick hits. We got Jamie Hader versus Riho. And I Good swear match. to God. Yeah, I was I was listening to Black Print. Shout out to Justin and uh, Josh Pease and Mark. But every time I look back to the TV, Jamie Hader was like face down on the ground. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Uh, nice little back and forth. That, <laughs> I don't really have anything to say uh, about it. Come on, bro. Riho is fucking small as shit. And I don't know why they, they making her this strong. But Kenny Omega oh, must be back at work. I want to know. Oh, speaking of, they did. We didn't mention that they did show a little like uh, the the Marvel snap of the the elite and like a little teaser video. Tomorrow so snap. That was literally what they did. They like disappeared into dust. Um, oh, okay. So, so um, it looks like we're we're on track for the uh, the elite to come back. We've been seeing you know reports and stuff saying they're pretty much back at this point, which makes me assume that's why we got the CM Punk news at the same time because. Whatever the investigation was is now over. So, you know, I think the elite is probably needed on the show at this point. They could definitely use them. Yeah. Uh, that's all good. Um, Paige and Soraya have words for each other. I don't know. They they must have workshopped that like literally seconds before <laughs> uh, airing that because I was just like, well, that was pointless walking away yeah. from it. We just had to get um, Britain Saray on the show. That's all. Yeah. Um, no Jade. Just like, hey, no surprise. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like that. Uh, what is it? Soraya was just like, you don't even know why I'm here. And Britain was just like, yeah, why the fuck are you here? And then she just <laughs> still doesn't say why she's here. What the fuck, bro? Like, are you wrestling or are you not? <laughs> She's wrestling. She already got it. Physical man, Jesus Christ, bro! Like, what, what, what the fuck is the big grand plan here? Um, yeah, that's whatever. Uh, is that is that a free, uh Eddie Kingston has a promo, but I had my TV on mute. I I he, didn't hear a word he fucking said. Didn't care. Okay. Um, I, I had my TV on mute, and he kept having like his uh, you know, like like a gritted smile, and I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but he looked like a bum as no usual. I will be going to Rampage this Friday. So I will give you guys an update on what's going on. It will be at Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun's right down the street from me. So I will be there. Um, I don't know what's on the card at all. Uh, couldn't tell you. I just know it's live. So hopefully we'll actually have the stars there. It is sold out. It's outsold the Norfolk show, the Dynamite, which is really interesting. I don't understand why wrestling companies don't come to Connecticut more. Every time a show is in Connecticut, it sells really well, and the crowd's usually really good. And I feel like WWE only does it once a year, which is crazy because they're in Connecticut. And then, like, AW, <laughs> they were in Bridgeport earlier this year, but Bridgeport's far as shit. 
I'm never doing the Bridgeport show again. That 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 exit out of that arena was fucking miserable. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Uh, said your piece. Let's get to the. Let's just, let's start paying them bills, man. Uh, you can follow us on. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. Um, we have a YouTube channel, the A Show RNC. Uh, feel free to tap into that. Uh, we still have a charity going on for the wrestle uh, for the wrestling club uh, in the Brooklyn Elementary School. Um, it met its goal, but you know, if you if you want to buy, if you want to. You know, some donate some money and try to buy some merch. Let let the kids walk away from mania with a with a Rey Mysterio with, mask or something. Feel free with to a lock belt. the fuck in. If I see oh, one of the kids walking out with a belt, <laughs> that'd be crazy, bro. I'm gonna ask some questions. <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> I, I I hope uh I hope Triple H uh gives someone what they own custom side plays like he'd be doing that'd be hard. teams. That'd be hard. Yeah, that'd be hard. Let's let's do that instead. Um. Yeah, that, that's all great. Uh, you can follow Quan on Twitter at the Comeback Spot. You can follow me, Cyrus, uh, on Twitter at Cyrus on TWR, and then you can find out everything that we're doing on the A Show Network at the A Show RNC on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's all we have to plug, man. Uh, you don't have any uh, spot caller or anything like that. Oh yeah, spot callers. Uh, we're gonna be doing pro wrestling, pro wrestlers versus zombies, which sounds like it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Um, there's all sorts of people in the movie, so that should be fun. Um, you can listen to the other spot callers episode where we just did a little trick or treat, uh, on an array of matches. Uh, and you can listen to the draft diaries where they just talk about everything. 2002 to almost 2000 uh, to 2003. Um, and those are our Patreon exclusive shows. So for f- if you want to listen to those, cough up the five dollars, man. I did my episode this weekend too. Fun times. Okay, fun times, fun great. times. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That first episode, I was just like, yeah, all this Jay-Z talk, kind of killing me, dog. <laughs> Kill it? Yeah, yeah. I was uh they uh no I meant that positive uh positive. they they killed it with that shit and then when they asked yeah. me started talking wrestling I was just like wrestling's lame yeah yeah <laughs> low, low key I feel like about all the diaries so far I have so much fun listening to other stuff the wrestling's great I think they do all I mean Mills obviously does a lot of research all the uh wrestling mm-hmm. observer news and stuff but man just talking about other stuff <laughs> it's so much more yeah. fun to do. <laughs> Oh no, man! Just whenever whenever they started talking about wrestling stuff, I was just like, "For real, can y'all stop?" Shout um, out to um Rob on the most recent episode. They were talking about the one hit mm-hmm. wonders. Um, I, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, but shout okay. out to Justin. Plus, um, there's some other folks that I know have been on there, but I'm not sure if their episode went up yet. But uh, yeah, man, it's all uh, it's all good stuff happening on the A Show Network, man. Uh, feel free to subscribe and support, man. Uh, all love it's great to be back i feel much better hopefully to feel even better next week um but check on your health fellas you never know what you got going on uh, peace out